Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. So this week we're talking about um, a little book, barely a book, I guess. I mean, it's really light in reading, yeah. but it's uh, light reading. Fellowship of the Ring. Um, it's an, actually a trilogy. It's uh, part of the Lord of the Rings oh, is it stories. Now? Yeah. So it's by this guy named uh, Tolkien. Tolkien? Tolkien. Anyways, uh, so basically Talk this... Tolkien? No, Tolkien? Yeah. Oh, man. It'd be so good. Uh, so this story is about uh, the future of civiliz- civilization rests on the fate of one ring, which has been lost for centuries. Powerful forces are unrelenting in their search for it, but fate has placed it in the hands of a young hobbit named Frodo Baggins, who inherits the ring, from, uh, who inherits the ring and steps into legend. Uh, a daunting task is a- lies ahead of Frodo, when he becomes the ring bearer to destroy the one ring. Bum, bada, bum. So, uh, this there's a lot a, of singing. Yeah, there's a lot of songs. Another musical. <laughs> another musical. Um, what do you think of the story? This is only a third of the story, technically. This, yeah. I mean, it, 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 so it's it's kind of like I'm kind of having to do this like Potter. Where remember I got Potter, I was really hard for me to judge because it's the whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Potter, you're like this. The shit that they set up in these earlier books that kind of hit things in the other in the other books. Right. So it's it's a little hard for me to talk about talk about what I think of the story as a whole. Right. His writing is immensely better than J.K. Rowling's. Oh yeah. Because the world building that he does seems so natural and so like it just pulls you in. Yeah, uh, you know the I I like his writing a lot more than, but I I can I have to rush. I I wish this is a book that I can do and I can kind of spend more time reading it because I can only do it. It gets wordy. Okay. And sometimes if I'm I I listen to it when I drive, sometimes I'll zone out, zone out and drift off because it's actually really. I mean, it's really nice. Like the writing is nice. And I like it, but I feel like I drift off in my thoughts. Like, it's very, it's almost meditative. Being that Tolkien was a very linguistic person, he chooses his words specifically, he orchestrates sentence structures so well. Yeah. Because, no, like, he, like, the flow, the right tones, the right, it's like... not this, I'm going to throw darts at a board and try to fucking figure out a sentence like J.K. Rowling does. Yeah, like, I think the story when he meets the Balrog is basically, like, or the words he uses is... You will not pass. Yeah. But in the movie, they change it that you shall not pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, but he chooses words so well because like the thing is like as you're reading it, you're like oh, okay, cool, not a, not a problem. But like as you're realizing, like he's using 
certain flows of language just to kind of carry because it, it like it almost seems like songy when you read it. And that's it. why I always felt like a lot of the beat writers were token fans. Yeah. Like just based off of how vivid the imagery is in beat right in the beats. Yeah. Uh, even this, the, the, okay, something you may not know about the, the Tom Waits album, Black Writer. Okay. Uh, you know that it's based on a play that, they, that yeah. people wrote. William S. Burroughs helped write that play. William S. Burroughs is one of the beat writers. The Black Writer, uh-huh. like the title, was taken from this. Oh, oh, okay. So like I said, like I, I, this is why I feel like, but just connections that I'm making in the way that the beat writers wrote and the emotions that they convey. Uh-huh. I, I feel like the beat writers. I mean, and then like I said, there wasn't. A, I mean, there was a lot. There were a lot of the older classics, right? But there weren't a lot of contemporary writers at that time of shit that you're going to be interested in, like especially people like that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like who were well, the influence of this book is like there. You know I mean, yeah. it's it's like it, the thing is, that it came out. Everybody read it. Everybody kind of like whatever, and like it, you could easily see how people fall in love with this world and how they get kind of like lost in it because like. He peppers in, like, the lore of the land is there. So, basically, what Tolkien did prior to writing all these books, because he kind of wrote them here and there, like, parts of the story. Yeah, from, like, well, there's, like, six, I mean, each book is essentially two books. Yeah, but he wrote, like, portions of it from, like, book three, right before this, and whatever, and he just kind of weld them together. But the problem is, like, he realized, I can't do this unless I know the history of the land. So, he started doing his Cimmerillion, where, basically, it was just, like, the legends of the past and like the gods yeah. and whatever and like that helped him tie the stories together and then but being that he had a well-defined history of the world it, it like you so can it was see essentially where like um, you can see where like he's like talking a series like, bible if you will yeah yeah exactly and then because like as he's going through he could pepper in this or this is the reason why this is here and you may not know it you mean reading it because he may never mention it, but as you read the Cimmerillion, I'm gonna call this. I'm gonna call some shit out right now, though. Okay. Everybody got pissed off about um, you either really liked Palpatine coming back and writes the Skywalker, or you didn't. Okay, so hold on. Oh, okay, you know where I'm going. No, go ahead. Okay, so you either really liked it, uh huh, or you didn't. I don't give a shit because it's fucking Star Wars. Okay. It's a fucking child story, and all they said was somehow Palpatine returned, right? Right. They do the exact same shit in this book. Somehow, Sauron returned. Because Sauron is more... Uh, he's not like a... Uh-huh. Go on. <laughs> he's... a. He's not like a person, but more of an entity. Much like... Palpatine. My Okay, so my thing with Palpatine, I don't care that he's back. I don't give a shit. I I, like, I, whatever... I liked it because I'm like, oh yes. But the thing is, I felt like I wish they would have like planted seeds of his return from the beginning. Would 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 have made it better? Okay, but they they don't. But do they did But they don't do that in the Hobbit, do they? No, because the thing is, like the Hobbit, it's kind of its own story. No, but, but but like, but they didn't make it that. They they. they that's why the ring, the ring, retconned. the ring, and everything is different. Like because it's but like it's, its own. But it's not at this point. It's not like they, they didn't haven't they changed it and changed it to where it is, where everything is connected now. Yeah. Okay. So then it's not because uh, it was clear that the war that happens at the beginning of the at the beginning of the movie. Uh huh. That I'm sure they, you know, it's they, not the war that. It's not that war. No, I know it's not that war. I okay. know it's not the, the Five Armies thing in, yeah, in The yeah. Hobbit. I know it's not that. I thought that at first, and then I'm like, oh, no, this is way earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because then they re- because right after they talk about the war, they reference the ring being lost in the thing and right. Gollum finding it and blah 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 blah. They right. they reference all that. Right. So it is literally the same thing that people were bitching about on Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Like okay. I... More time passed. I mean, I'm gonna give it more time passed, but it's the same shit. Just different different amounts of times in between. Yeah, I'm trying to like see where you're coming from with this. But okay, I, what, okay, okay. Explain why you, why you like so. On. Okay, so with Palpatine, like we've through the prequels, we know that there are strange forces that a Sith Lord can like master to prolong their life any mm-hmm. way necessary. Well, I, I kind of like that kind of vague, mystic. And I'm okay with that like too. Whatever. Clearly, I am. I like. I like. I enjoyed the third trilogy. Yeah. I enjoyed those movies. Yeah. I enjoyed those movies more than the prequels, and I know some people hate, hate, hate. I know movies. a lot of people that love the prequels, which is so weird to me. But I'm okay with like the third movie, and I'm just okay with it. Like. Yeah, because to me, it's like they're very more political and more not. Star Wars-y. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, there's well, not like... They... They're not adventures. They're not adventure. That's why you gotta watch Clone Wars. Because Clone Wars, if you... Is it an adventure? Is more adventure with those yeah. characters. But, um... The, the cartoon Clone Wars. Not the movie. Palpatine coming back? Doesn't bother me. I actually got excited. I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, I was fine with it too. Like, we were like, oh shit. Yeah, like, we were but I uh, was... The Dark Lord and Lord of the Rings, like... Basically, he was like... Connecting everybody, and I like how like he like tainted the world with the rings. You know what I mean, like you know, like I'll give these rings to the elves and these rings to like man, and these rings to like so, the dwarves. So you would buy this more if Palpatine was like the Sith equivalent of that. Yeah, if he was the because Palpatine is just a Sith Lord, but like you never got that he was like the ultimate ultimate. Well, you do because you just you know, do. You just know that... I, I, he would be like second and third in command, dude. Yeah, but, like, it's... Uh, but that's where, like, the Sith Lord kind of, like, the... It kind of bugs me because they always work in secret. You never know who's where in the hierarchy. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with Palpatine. So, like, I, I, I'm trying to... I don't know how to argue or how to... No, because I, I agree with it. Like, you know, But, I see, the thing is, I don't know about people giving shit about Palpatine's return. There I thought, were people who didn't who weren't into that. And I don't get that. Like, I, like to me, it's like, oh, well. They like, thought it was lazy writing, and I'm like, this is just as fucking lazy. That's not lazy writing, though. Like, that's just like... This is just as fucking lazy. Okay, that battle that happens in at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Is that referenced in the Cimmerillion? Uh, yeah. Like, probably towards the end of yeah. it, I would assume? Yeah, yeah, So... In well, theory, the Cimmerillion's not like a. No, 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 but you're saying it's, it's not an order. I mean, it's not an order. Like, no, I got you. I, I, okay, so then, but it's referenced. It's referenced. Okay, in there. Yeah. so if it's referenced in there, it's the same shit. Battle of Sauron is referenced in the Cimmerillion. They defeated him, and then he comes back again in a later trilogy, in a later story. Yeah. Oh, see, it's difficult talking about the Cimmerillion because it's it's just like a series no, and, Bible. You know what I mean? So I, it's just I get like that, but still. So you can't really. But if you're going off a timeline, what's okay? And, I, and I, I know I'm going to get shit for this. Let's act like the first trilogy wasn't there. The original Star Wars trilogy. Okay. Um, That's the same shit. But, 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 but okay. we knew that happened. But we knew it happened because there's a series Bible that talks about what happened with those. So with those, the, problem, with those the problem with Star Wars is that there's no... no what 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 is coherent in, like, with Star Wars? Like, what's... Like what's 
certain things don't exist in Star Wars. Like they pull. Well, like what's uh, what word am I looking are for? Are we are we gonna go with cause since Disney took over? Yeah, because like some stuff doesn't exist. Some things does exist. This is now part of canon. This is not canon. Like you know, what I mean, like that's that's the problem with like Star Wars, where people get upset because like. Well, well, what, what's, then, what's, then, then let's not talk about. I'm talking about main Skywalker story. We're not talking about spinoffs or the what they call the legacy or legend because stuff now. The trilogy, the prequels weren't part of canon, but then they kind of are. What do you mean but, they aren't part of canon? Because they said that like when. The first one, The Rise of New Hope, or whatever. What's the first movie, the new trilogy? Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Uh, they said that the prequels do not exist. They didn't say that. Yeah, they did. And when then, did they and then they're like, okay, well, now they kind of do. When did they say they it? It was like exist? a Vogue interview with the director. With J.J. Abrams? Yeah. Hold on. No, because there was a lot of imagery from... From the prequels? 2014 Vogue article. 2014 Vogue article. It says right here. Um, since they're pres- blah, 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 for shut the fuck up and disagree with Jimmy. There you go. Yeah, you don't have anything to do. <laughs> I don't have anything. So, no, he, he's very diplomatic about those movies. It was implied that Disney wanted to make a brand new series, brand new characters, not really reference the old characters, and not have them be main characters in this in this story. And I felt he did a great job doing it. They shouldn't have had Mark Hamill in the movie. Oh, I, I'll give you that one. But, great kickoff, reference. It's like a reboot, remake of The of the New Hope, which is great, if that's what we're going to do. But let's take the story elsewhere. But, it, <laughs> Lord of the Rings! <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I feel. I feel, I mean, I feel like it's horseshit. It's, it's how come it was lazy over here, but it's not lazy over here. Um, that was my point with all that Star Wars. Oh, okay. That's my point. It's like, why are we? Why is it? Why is it lazy for J.J. Abrams to do it, but J.R.R. Tolkien can do the same shit? Essentially, do the same shit. Yeah. Well, in this one, it's like the Dark Lord is coming back. I mean, so like it's even. No, they don't mention the Dark Lord in the Hobbit, right? Yeah, but like it's the same. I so mean, basically, basically, this is how the story was. The story was he wrote the Hobbit. Regarding World War One, that's what it was. It's just kind of little tales about like this Hobbit, whatever. Dealing with a lot of different like situations and like writing and coming up with ideas, he realized like, oh, I could bring that element of that book that I wrote a while ago and kind of bring it into this story and have it be the main focus of this story. Which don't even which is which is fine. Don't even get serving on the World War One shit because he I, there's a there's an introduction where it's like oh no this is this is an allegory. <laughs> it was World War Two is what he's well, referring for, to for, for the Lord of the Rings. But yeah. then because I read that same thing too because it was like, like this is an allegory and I'm like dick this is allegory. And then but also he talks about like I think like because it's a really short like kind of yeah. thing about it. But he talks about uh, what did he say? He was like. Um, if it were an allegory, um, and Hitler would have won, this is what the storyline would have happened in the story. You know what I mean? But like, if that's the case, why have that contingency? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like your point is like, the story is about magic and like land and like the dark lords and gods and angels and like they don't refer to them as angels. You know what I mean? Like, but like, there this is like 
the world that he's doing. And no, in that I, world... And I get like, it, but it, I, like, I'm just saying... The, the I, dark I, forces always exist because the thing is, like, they're not... They're not just physical. They're just... But neither is the force. No, they are. They're little, like, bacteria in your blood. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but, do you, but, you know what I mean? But, like, even then with, like, Palpatine, like, his... I don't see it as lazy raising lazy writing I, that they bring him back like, right? to me it was like okay cool this is where we're going with this yeah, story I didn't, fuck yeah because the thing was like either, but you've introduced saying. clones so if clones exist like why can someone not just take a clone of like Probably. the most powerful Sith that they've had and do it I would have been happier if they would have like gone deeper into lore and find like maybe an older darker Sith mm-hmm. to like yeah, bring yeah. back because that would have been cool to see oh, too the, what the, uh, what's the one from uh, from uh, Knights of the Old Republic Oh shit! What was his name? Revan or whatever. Yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah, do something but, like that. But yeah. you know what I mean, like. But there you're picking from a. Uh... But I feel it's like I said. I don't know how this. I and I didn't feel it was lazy writing. Yeah. If this is just if, if that's what you want to do with your writing, that's what you want to do with your writing. Yeah. And I, I like I said, I liked Rise of the Skywalker. I had fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's it it reminded me actually. I would criticize it more for being closer to an Indiana Jones movie than a Star Wars movie. That would be my, but I, but again, it's not much of a criticism because I like Indiana Jones yeah. movies. To me, it's like I felt Rise of Skywalker would have been better if it would have. This book is, I think it's great. It's a very. It, it was good. Like I said, I enjoy the writing you, more than there's I there's a difference because um, there's more time spent in this book than like the movie portrays. Obviously, because they're trying to kind of yeah. condense it. But, like, you know, you get the whole, like, uh, Gandalf coming to Frodo, telling him, like, okay, you know, we have to go. And, like, you know, start this whole thing. Because, like, the ring. And then, like... But the movie does a really great job of, like, showing you those moments in the story. When, like, Gandalf is tempted with the ring. Like, it's just one of those where it's, like, he goes, like, I don't I, fucking yeah, want it. Like, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, he's like, I don't want it. Like, you're you, like, here, you take it. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, because the thing is, like... Which that's a great scene. That whole like exchange where it where it's already corrupted Bilbo, and then I like what they do with his face because they they just they gnarl it up in the movie. They gnarl it to look like um, Gollum. Gollum, yeah. yeah. So I, I dug that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but like it's one of those where it's like uh, it's because the ring itself is just pure evil. I mean, it's just it's another extension of just the Dark Lord, just like. If you take it, like it's you're now a subject of the Dark Lord, and he'll use it to make himself whole. I like the way the movie starts off, where it just shows like the the imagery of like the war, and it shows like the sword just shattered, and they grab the ring and just swipe it like just, a, just cuts hell Mary off. just yeah. swipe and just cuts his fingers off and then and I like how you see the ring just transition through time and how like yeah. it's lost, it's found because the ring wants to be found like it's its own thing too yeah. no I, and I dug all that but you know, uh Tom Bumblesnatch or whatever his stupid name is Tom Bumblesnatch what <laughs> um he's in the book but not in the movie which I kind of was bummed when he wasn't there because like I like that whole like beginning of a journey took oh, my ponies the, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then like that's right huh but Tom Bumblesnatch wasn't in this <laughs> <laughs> but like he had like the ponies and they're like okay cool because they were lost in his woods and he had to walk them out because you, you'll get lost in the woods yeah but, like, it has, like, this is where, like, it has, like, all the elements of fantasy. Well, like, just, like, with, like, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lost Woods. Like, this is, this that is that was the Lost Woods. That like, supposed to be the same Yeah, and, like, concept. so, it's weird how, like, this book, like, 
just expands and touches so many different aspects of our lives now, like where things are, especially like Led Zeppelin, uh, Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. All that glitters is not gold. You know what I mean, like that's pulled directly from like chapter three from this book. You know what I mean, yeah. And it's just like, and there's, they're like, every, the more you read these books, the more you kind of go back and listen to Led Zeppelin. And you're like, motherfuckers, because they pull lines all the time from the books and just put them into the writing. That's why all those middle kids are into. Yeah, like fantasy and like yeah. yeah. Um, so okay, let's kind of start at the beginning. So it's Bilbo's birthday. Yeah, his hundred and eleventh birthday. Eleven D. Eleven D, and then um, Frodo is now turning thirty three. Yeah, they have this. They the Jesus here. Oh, did not pick up on that, but continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, they're having a big eleven Dth birthday party for for Frodo. Yep. And uh, Gandalf comes to town. But I like how, like, uh, as he's getting ready to, like, plan his birthday, he's packing, getting shit ready, but then you don't realize he's doing all that because he's leaving. Like, yeah. he's dipping out. Well, he kind of, like, Gandalf is like, oh, where are you going, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and uh, so then... Um, he's leaving everything to Frodo. Leaving everything to Frodo, and um, he... Um, I like the whole scene of the hobbits, where, like, they're all just kind of hanging out. Having that hobbit They're party. like, I'm feet, uh, like, big feet or proudfoot. Proudfoot, yeah. Yeah, proud feet. And then, like, that whole, like, you have a sense of, like, light airiness and fun with, like, everybody that you're meeting. But then you're also like, oh, this is so cool. Hobbits are awesome. But then you realize how kind of shitty and, like, kind of, like, greedy they are at the same time. Where, like, everybody gives gifts on their birthdays and whatever. And then, like, they always want to eat and they always want to. But as soon as Frodo's out, they're desperate to, like, get into his, like, hobbit hole and steal his shit. Yeah. Because they stole, like, silverware and whatever until Frodo kicked them all out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so... Hillbillies of the Middle Earth. <laughs> the Hillbillies of Middle Earth. And then, in the middle of his birthday party, uh, Bilbo uses the ring... Yep. ...and disappears. Yep. And goes back, and Gandalf is, like, kind of hanging out, You're waiting like, for him. Bitch, I saw <laughs> what you did. And so, he's like, oh, he's like, I'm leaving everything to Frodo. Yeah. And he goes, Everything? Yeah. You're but, leaving everything, bitch. But I like how even in his own deception, he doesn't want to leave the ring. Yeah. Like, he's like, I left it over there. He goes, oh, no, it's in my pocket. Yeah. Shit. Okay. But even when he, like, drops it off, he doesn't want to let go of that No, ring. he doesn't because, like, that's when you see the first Gollum face. Like, oh, in the movie. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, even in the book, it's still super similar. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, no, they did a good job adapting that part yeah. to that in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's just... Fucking just like, like meth addict yeah. on it, dude. Like, yeah, then, it's. But uh, yeah, then so after that, like you know, Frodo ends up taking it over, and then Gandalf tells him like, "We're gonna have to get rid of this ring," and blah 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 blah, yeah, blah yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then fucking Sam, fucking nosy little so, bitch. Yeah, the little bitch just noses into their yeah. conversation. Oh, I was just fucking just digging in the garden, and I happened to hear about elves and blah blah blah. Like, bitch. <laughs> like, well, and this is what kind of bothers me. Like, I love I, Sam so much. I really do. But god damn it, he irritates me. And in the movie, in the last movie, oh, I fucking hate Sam, but go ahead. Well, like, something that bothers me about this is that, um, and well, this is really, by the way, like this, reading this, because do you consider Harry Potter a fantasy story? Yeah, ish. Yeah, it made th- th- this writing made me hit Harry, made me hate Harry Potter's writing even more. Because it's great. Because this is good. Yeah, and it's really way, good. They, and, and her writing is dog shit. Yeah, this is where like Tolkien's fantasy writing 
So good. Because I bought that. I, okay, I bought that. If you that um, fantasy wise, how are you enjoying this? As a as a genre. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Like I said, I don't hate fantasy. I, I, it's, maybe it's a, not your cup of tea. So it's that's not my I was cup like, of tea. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. Like I don't think it has. About, I'm not. It's not one of those like it doesn't have a place. I feel like at the end of this trilogy. Is it gonna fucking You're just gonna me? be like, yeah, because you're gonna appreciate. Because the thing about like fantasy is everything starts off super small, and it just slowly starts to expand until like you're involved in this entire world, and you're just kind of like you need more of it. And that's why. That's why I, those I, fantasy stories continue on for so long. You know what I mean because like you you just need to go back into. Because like that's what I'm well, I'm trying to write something that's, that, that fantasy story still, and I don't know fantasy. where to start with it, and yeah. I don't know the genre well enough. Um, I can slowly build the oh, world. Oh, this is I, perfect because this literally like, will I know give you how all I the stepping this, stones. I know how I want. I, I figured out a new ending for it. So, um, when they're at the was the proud pony. Yes. So the thing too, it's like in the books they kind of tell you a lot of information. They tell you like you know like writers there. They kind of like mentioned that he's like from like a fallen kingdom that like like he's kind of like an outcast or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's why he kind of knows a lot of languages. That's why he kind of roams around and he's the ranger. But, um, and then they, I like how they throw like mysticism in it too. It's like, oh, they say rangers talk to animals and they, they could shape shift and all this other stuff. Because yeah. it gives like that whole mystery. Like, you don't know where they are as a as a character. Is he mystic? Is he not? Yeah. But like in the movie, they don't refer to him as at all about him coming from a fallen kingdom. You know what I mean? You're yeah. Just, he's just a ranger. That's what it is. Let's move on. But like that book knowledge about him from a fallen kingdom or whatever and like his land taken away from him or exiled or whatever that comes into play later on into the whole story so you know I mean it's like he's dropping breadcrumbs here and there but in the movie they just steam throw like they just go steamroll through now the is that thing. one of those things that's expanded on in that big like four hour cut of the movie um, not really. I mean, uh, like, there's some what more... What are they... Okay, so I didn't watch the fire cut. I watched the normal yeah. fucking three-hour cut. Couple, I... You get a couple different scenes. You get more time here and there, but nothing bringing more detail. You get detail, but not, like, as you would get reading the book. Yeah. Because you can't say those things without someone giving exposition. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then, then it's awkward. Like, it's like, okay, that's... We didn't need all that information. Or well, we did to make that better, but it's not needed. Yeah, and I think that's where I, like a lot of people get like when you write in general, uh-huh. they say, "Oh, some of this isn't needed," but like it ends up being needed later. So because he kind of jumps around, cause he, he jumped around writing it, so he probably went, "Oh, well, I need this over here. I'll make this fit over here." Yeah, and like so, but it, it's one of those where it's like movie-wise, it'd just be awkward for it to be there because eventually he's anything visual-wise, like movie-wise, it's spoon spoon-fed to you. Like you know, just take what you need to get the story along, and when we get there, you'll have everything. I like how you spend more time at the Proud Pony where, like, writer's like, okay, you fucked up. You shouldn't be saying this. And then fucking Pippin is over there talking shit that he shouldn't be saying. And then, like, but I like how in the book it's just, like, it's very vague of what happened where Frodo falls and then he disappears before he hits the ground. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, it's yeah, very, so like, ooh, the ring! Yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, then, like, obviously the writers the black writers are like kind of in town and like I like how you can't really fucking trust people and it's like yeah. what's happening and then but there's there's hobbit dwellings at the proud pony you know what I mean but they're on yeah. the bottom like I like how it's kind of whatever but in the movie it's rad to see like that misdirect of you don't know what's happening and then like basically the writers coming into the rooms and stabbing the beds 
just to find out that the hobbits aren't there. They're across the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, so then, like, it leads to the journey to, uh, oh, it gets, the riders end up catching up with Frodo. He gets stabbed with the, the, the knife, knife yeah. or the sword. Which, yeah. And then they take... This is where the story is different from the book, because it's not as, like, quick, let's get him to, like, whatever. Frodo's obviously dying, but it's, like, one of those where it's, like, uh... Liv Tyler's and like fucking like hold on a second you know what I mean hold on everybody <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa 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 hold on yeah, yeah but like uh, they end up getting to Riverdale Riverdale <laughs> and Archie Riverdale. comes out <laughs> and Archie comes out uh, what like, not Riverdale what's the fucking because this is Riverdale <laughs> River Rivendale Rivendale it's close I always yeah. laugh whenever I hear it too yeah. don't worry um, so then, then there's a bunch of stuff that happens here um like Gandalf comes back and yeah. builds. I feel like the the progression of the story is perfect. Yeah. Like it's never like you're not giving too much, whatever. But like you're you're at, yeah. But go ahead. Uh, I have a question: Is Gandalf's magic power exposition? Yes. Oh okay. <laughs> well, I, and that's and that seems like the same shit with Dumbledore was. Yeah. Dumbledore was Professor Exposition. Well, because at this point, I'm sorry. Gandalf I'm is sorry, a Hermione. I'm sorry, that was disrespectful. Headmaster exposition. <laughs> 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 Stupid, but uh, Gandalf is the Hermione in this uh, here. You know what I mean, because he's basically kind of organizing like, what's going on. The the elves don't want the ring there. Yeah, get but, this shit out. But <laughs> like, your, the thing is, take your fucking ring. The thing too is like with the ring, it's so corruptive that like even touching it for a moment will change who they are. Unfortunately, everyone's very tainted, taintable with this ring, except. Everybody kind of forgets about the hobbits. You know what I mean? Like, they're just kind of like, they're halflings, so they're like... I see what you're saying. What am I saying? That they're half a person. <laughs> they're half a person, yes. But, like, it's they're, they're halflings, so, like, everybody forgets about the hobbits. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... Yeah. Because, like, they have... Uh, that's why it took so long for Gollum to be completely corrupted by the ring. Yeah. But he embraced but he, it but he had it for like he, how long though yeah he, long? Yeah. he had it for like 2,000 years yeah right? but he embraced that ring like like a motherfucker but with uh, Bilbo he loved it but like he didn't you wear it get, he, he, didn't wear, get, he didn't have it on him the whole time like like Gollum he just needed it near him but yeah Gollum wore it like, all the time like, this is my shit yeah and then he drops and, it yeah and then but like with like Frodo like he's only worn it a couple times but you could tell that it's it's not Visually, if you watch that movie again, you could see how Frodo is in the beginning of the movie to where he's at the end of that movie, and you could see a there's a price that he's paying for it from yeah. carrying it for so long. But I don't, it's I, subtle, but it's like as you rewatch it again, it's there. You see him progressively gets get more like drained from it. Yeah, because I I, I, don't, I don't like and I don't like that whole when he's invisible with the ring like that effect that it does on the camera. Oh, that swirling of like yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm like, ah, eh, that's not what it would be. Yeah, I don't think that's what it would be. But I like how he sees like the the kings, the old fallen kings of man. Yeah, like, you know, like you see their faces of what they look like. It's like, oh shit, that's yeah. when they stab him. But well, he does that like. Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson, like I feel like he holds shots too long, and I think I feel like it started with the Frighteners. Okay. Have you seen the Frighteners? I, mean, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I love that. I love the Frighteners. That's the Michael J. Fox one, right? Yeah, yeah where yeah, you can yeah. see the dead people, yeah. and he can see dead people much better than Haley Joel Osment. But <laughs> yeah. I like that movie because I, I, you know, I dug that. 
movie a lot. Yeah. Which is funny because his because Sam Sam's dad the guy because Sean Austin's dad is in the Frighteners. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And so um, that's the one with the the numbers on the ghost, right? Thirteen or whatever, and it's that guy that's carving the. Um, I think that's the one. Yeah, yeah where yeah. he's. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah. Yeah, where he was the serial killer, and yeah. you see him, and he's killing the ghosts as they go through. Yeah, and, and they all have numbers on their foreheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I want to see that movie again. Okay, go I've ahead. i got it somewhere. Oh, yeah, because I let you borrow it, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. So, but, like, even starting with that, like, you, you think you want to see a director's cut of that movie, and then you're realizing there's, like, a half hour of shit you don't need. Yeah. Well, it's this one. I, like, don't, I don't think he does that in, like, in, like, Dead Alive. Dead Alive is pretty straight. There's not a part where, he, where he's holding. Granted, I'm gonna, I, I will give you, they are two completely different fucking stories. Yeah. Peter Jackson's in this movie. He does a cameo. Oh, Did you catch him? Where is he cameo as? Uh, when he gets to the... Right before the Proud Pony, he walks by eating the carrot. Oh. Like Bugs Bunny. He does that shit all the time. He just kind of yeah. pops it. Well, he's Father Christmas in... Yeah. In Hot Fuzz. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, you know, and then it's just... Uh, he holds shots too long sometimes. Even, like... As much as I liked his King Kong, uh-huh. that movie could have been 30 minutes less. I think... I, I, I feel like... Let's cut out 30 minutes of, like, everything. So, yeah, I agree with that. And, like, even with this, like, it's weird. I, I thought it was, like, going to be two and a half hours long, and then I was like, I'm going so, to There's a little bit of trivia in this, these movies okay. for The Lord of the Rings. Um, Legolas says only one line to Frodo in the whole trilogy. What's that? And my bow. That's it. The rest of the movie, Legolas never talks to but Frodo. They talk throughout the whole book. In the movie, they don't interact with each other. Like Legolas, like is like because somebody was telling me that like they had like a theory, like a, a fan. They never read the books, but they were like film theory. Legolas is just like a ghost. And not a ghost or like just a perception of oh. like whatever because like they don't interact with each other. But I was like, no, like they no, do. You gotta read yeah. the book. But like it's but it's funny, but in the movie it's like that's the only line he ever talks directly to Frodo about. Everything else, he's talking to Gimli or everybody else. Oh, this is where the fellowship happens. This is where like every, Yeah. They, like they Frodo's cured because the elves take care of him. Magically. Yeah. And Bilbo then, pops back up, which I didn't expect Bilbo to pop back up. Oh did really? Did oh, you? Yeah, yeah. Oh I yeah, Well I mean you've read yeah, it, but yeah. when you've read it the first time, did you expect him to pop back up? No. Had you read the Hobbit before this? You read it I had that? read The Hobbit before this. Okay. And so I was like, oh, cool. Like, he's part of the same world. But, um... Well, he, he does part of the same world. He was there at the beginning, but I thought yeah, they were but like, just like... Because he was, like, gone, and I'm yeah, gone. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, not my shit. I'm out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's there, and he's happy to see him, but it's kind of sad that, like, shit, like, I caused this to you. You're not carrying my burden. Because, yeah. like, you know, that's what's happening. And then, like, uh, they decide, okay, well, we're, you alone cannot handle... Because they don't believe a hobbit could like do this journey you know what i mean it's like yeah. they just talk down to them which i like which is a great like hero's quest too you know what i mean because they're telling you you're not good enough to do this so we need to send others to help you with it but then they start the fellowship you know what i mean everybody's all excited but the, the this book ends with the the fellowship breaking yeah that was how the book movie ends yeah or the book ends yeah so, so, I mean, they, they, he's to the T, like, he, 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 beginning, end, starts great. Because, like, it's like great. what the good fantasy is, like, you're given a, you're given a story 
you're given a hero that's not like your likely hero and then like you're given uh, just confirmation that like you know you're not good enough and blah 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 but then like that original plan A goes to shit you know what yeah. I mean um, because the corruption of man they tell you all the time the corruption of man is the, it's, it's always there yeah. like you can't trust these rings well, and you get confirmation of that at the very end when like what's his face is like give me the fucking ring Sean Bean yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah Sean Bean yeah. yeah so a couple things like a couple things that kind of got me though was like um, in the movie uh-huh. Um, this kind of goes back to it. when Saruman was spinning Gandalf around and you can tell he's just on a table uh, it's just uh, like, <laughs> yeah you can tell he's just on the table and it looks like he's just break dancing right there uh, yeah. and then he throws him up and then um, he's all where he's like I see you and then he looks and it's the giant eyes <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I laughed because I'm like, I see you, and it's a giant eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the thing too. It's like with the story, it's just like it, it goes, it steps up right away because the thing is like, fellowships here. You guys are gonna help Frodo carry the ring because Frodo's yeah. been carrying it. We don't want to corrupt everybody. He's obviously strong enough to carry it for this long, so you should carry it to the rest of the way. But then that's when Gandalf's like, cool, everybody boppity bitch, I'm out. Boom, and he takes off because he needs to check in with like all the other like wizards to kind of yeah, like yeah. what's going on and then uh what's his face the white uh Saruman Saruman he's like uh he's like well I'm more of the rainbow cause he's like he talks about his cloaks like yeah. reflect light and then like but even at that point that's where Gandalf is like no white is white white is pure you're but that's because he's been tinged with the right. dark lord yeah and like but and then he's like no I represent all aspects of whatever because he's at that point Gandalf should have known like Oh shit! Well, he does. He like starts leaving, and yeah. like, in the movie, yeah. starts closing all those doors. Yeah, yeah. Because like, but I felt like they could have put that more visual into the thing because like, he's wearing all white when he should have been more like iridescent, not yeah. white, not pure, not clean. Because like, these are all, um, well, they don't really find out tell you, but like, these are all angelic beings, and the only one that's not been corrupted through all these wizards is Gandalf. He's the only pure yeah. one there. He's gray because, like, he hasn't been, like... Yeah. You know, whatever. But, like, he's, like... His death, too, is a fucking bitch. You know what I mean? But I like how, like, uh, when they get to the, the mines... Yeah. Like, you know, like in the movie, it's very, like, oh, boom, 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 let's walk right in. But in the story, he's like, fuck it. Okay, hold on. Let me think this out. this out. Yeah, and then, like, he finally speaks for it. He goes inside the... I mean, and, and, and I know they, they're... Press for time. Ooh, did you like the monster in the in the lake? How it was just kind of. Oh, like, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. So they go, but before that, um, I laughed at a part where Aragon's like giving everybody swords. Okay. And then I had like a Ralph Wiggum, Mister Aragon, I ate my sword. <laughs> yeah. like, that's what it looked like. Yeah. They're all looking at it like I'm just waiting for someone to go like this and like stab their face. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's just waving it around. He's waving it around, <laughs> and then like look at the blade and just stab themselves in the eye. And then, um, but that's when we get the uh, Pippin fucking like Gandalf feels like Pippin for fucking making noises, and then you can hear the drums. And yeah, the, the things and like you can tell. Oh shit! But once they get to like the end, like because they're in that cave for a long fucking time. Where they're in Rivendale forever too. They're for months at Rivendale. Yeah, and then so like the time is just for, like for a fucking bunch of elves that don't want that ring there. They're <laughs> sure okay with them saying they're months with that ring. Yeah, but then like the in the cave, that's when like the whole like they find the book saying like FYI like um. 
there was obviously an attack. They're trapped from the, the, the south gate, and that's where that monster is by the lake, and how they're pinned, and how like there's orcs in the in the in the caves and whatever. You're just like fuck, dude. And then, but how badass is that Belrog when they get to the end of it, and he just fucking comes out as is a giant fucking demon with the whip. I'm like, what? Visually, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Story wise, reading it, it's like cool, but like you don't get the same impact by. Well, I mean, he's been always, but he's always made giant monsters like that. I mean, yeah. look at the fucking the mom at the end of. Um, Oh yeah, dead, dead alive. alive. Yeah, I mean that one. Yeah, but like fuck, dude, like that. I remember watching that. And I'm like, fuck, that's so badass. And then that's where you see Gandalf using his powers, like officially for the first time, where he he tells him, "You shall not pass." Yeah. And then you see that bubble dome of like you know like protection that he has over them, like protecting everybody. And then he tells him like, but then like the Balrog falls down. And I like how he whips his fucking things, and like the last thing you see of Gandalf is like, "Run, you fools!" And he fucking goes down, like that. Yeah, I'm watching it, and he goes, "What happened to him?" I'm like, "Emily, he let go of the ledge and died." Yeah. <laughs> You've watched Mario enough to know what happens when you fall down boop, a ledge. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> what happened, honey? He died. <laughs> he killed himself to save everybody. And then like I like how like everyone's well, just sad, and then the elves end up catching him again. Well, side note, so. Jesse Owens actually saw this movie in theaters. Uh, oh, okay. What did he well, think about it? He went with Loved a friend, it. and he was forced to go. He went with a friend who wanted to see it. Yeah, I don't but he did think not. Jesse's no, a fancy guy. No, he's not. <laughs> I, I'm training him to watch samurai movies, and he won't watch them because he has to read subtitles. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. I know. I'm he like, would really love I'm like, it. That's why I'm like, you need to get past the subtitle thing. Yeah. But his brain, the way his brain is, he goes, I'd pay attention to the subtitles, and I wouldn't pay attention to the pictures. Yeah... And I'm like, oh yeah. my god, you gotta... Because all those samurai movies he would fucking love. Yeah. But they're not gonna dub them because you, you don't dub samurai Because, like, westerns are just samurai movies. That's what yeah, I told yeah. him. I'm like, these are just samurai... All westerns are samurai movies. Yeah. And so he um, he saw this, and after he falls down the thing, Jesse laughs really loud. <laughs> I have a tendency to laugh at sad parts of movie theaters. Yeah, so... And then he said... Someone goes... Hey, this is serious. The wizard died. <laughs> no, he just made it worse. It's like telling Jesse Owens, "Hey, this is serious. The wizard died. Is yeah. it gonna help?" <laughs> and that was like that was like like twenty year old Jesse who's just uh, gonna double down. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, oh, what other beef I have is if an eagle could stop saving our heroes halfway through a book, that'd be great because an eagle comes in and swoops and takes in the movie. Oh, takes yeah. fucking Gandalf, Gandalf away. off the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if anyone could just stop saving our heroes. Yeah. There's like that's lazy writing. The yeah, but like <laughs> also that's in the Hobbit. Yeah, but the yeah the eagles come back again, and it's like one of those where it's like, is this one of those that I have to get used to? No, like the eagles are actually the part of the thing that I I, I dislike about the story. Oh, so we agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the eagles. If the eagles isn't just. But um, take it easy. Yeah, I figure if they take out the eagles, I, I like I like the eagles for the sheer fact that Gandalf. He doesn't command them, but he's able to. to he built a relationship with the eagles to be able to have them help him. But they're not like, he's not the master. Of I need he's to not keep the beastmaster. Eye on me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so they make it through the the mines. Uh, they get caught by the elves again. Um, the door, the orcs, you mean. The elves. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. The elves. And then they go to 
Glendriel or whatever her name is. Yeah. And then I like how, like, she's the one who fucking, she's very open about, like, yeah, I want that ring. You know what I mean? And like, but in the story, they don't trust dwarves, so they fucking make Gimli fucking cover his eyes. And Gimli's like, fuck this. Cover fucking Legolas's eyes. Like, yeah. let's cover all our eyes. Like, fuck this. I'm not the only one. And then, like, but later on, like, they get word that this is the fellowship, so they apologize. And then, the, yeah. They're at the new spot. And then basically, uh, they're like, okay, stay here. We'll, uh, and then this is where Sam's, like, talking about, like, fairies. Like, dude, like, this is, like, awesome. But, like, they know fairies have magic, but they don't know what it is. But they the place feels magical. You know what I mean? And yeah. so they're kind of like... I like how, like, it's a very soft magic system. Because you don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? And then, like, they're, like, they're amazed by the lights that are on everywhere. That's mm-hmm. emanating from the place, but they can't tell what it's from. And then, like, later on, they give in the cloaks. And the cloaks change to blend with the scenery around them. Yeah. Because they're, like, gray in the shadows and then green in the outside. So, but then, like, even the elves are like, no, these are just, we just weave things that we love about nature into the things that we do. Like, we don't, it's not magic. We could have teach you, but, like, we could have taught you, but there's no time. But, like, uh, what's the fucking chick's name? Glendriel? Yeah. Whatever. She's like, okay, cool. Let me show you your future. Let me show you the future she's like testing them to see like what's gonna happen but the thing is about those who see into the like the waters like that cause it's like yeah like a magic thing a magical item that everyone sees their own thing but you can't see anybody else's future that's why Glendale's kinda like over the shoulder just kinda watching like what is it that you're watching tell me what you're seeing that way she has a better understanding of what What's happening with the her. world, yeah, and then so she's but she's also s- testing the characters of like the fellowship, you know what I mean? And then so everybody kind of Sam sees like the Shire burning or whatever, and then but I think in the movie it's just Frodo who looks into the yeah, water. it's just Frodo, yeah, and then Frodo like sees like kind of like what the destruction, what's going on, and then Frodo is now at this point weary, he's lost Gandalf, and he tells them, FYI, Gandalf dead, and they're like, what the fuck, no one told us, and they're like the elves are freaking the fuck out because like that's another being of light that's now gone and mm. darkness is like on the rise so like what's gonna fucking happen to this whole world like if all the goods taken away it's just gonna be just chaos and then so uh Frodo's just like fuck it like everyone's after this ring I'm tired like if you want this ring take it and that's where she goes like she goes you offer it to me so freely like you know like with this ring I could be the most beautiful powerful woman in this world I could crack the foundations of the earth and she gives into the giant speech of like how powerful she could be but at the very end she takes a step back and she goes I passed the test as much as I want this I can't take it because in the end it's just yeah. going to corrupt her even worse than what she is and you can see how powerful she is by like how like everything darkens around her because she wants it but then uh, could you imagine what would happen she would just be a slave of the dark lord that she even yeah. had it for a moment because even even had possessing it it would just corrupt her completely slowly but even for a moment it'll just it'll just start that cycle yeah but like and then like, that's where she was like i can't do this and then that's where the fellowship breaks and fucking frodo's like i can't i i'm, I'm gonna do this this ring myself. is corrupting something pure as this friendship yeah that was like given to us and, like, I can't let it destroy these people. I have to do this alone. So he slips the ring, takes off. But Sam, fucking lovable fucking Sam, is like, fuck you. And I like in the movie how... The book, I think it conveys it better. 
you see the friendship from both sides. But yeah. in the movie, it's just one-sided. Where Sam's like, like you can't leave without me, you know, you know, Frodo. Like, and then like he's I'm your like best friend, bro. And he's like You're my bro. He's waddling through the water, but he can't swim. Yeah. But he's like, fuck it, no. Like I have to do this, and then like I can't let you do this alone. And then like it starts to drown. It starts to drown, and Frodo saves him. But in the book, um, for that friendship is both, both sided. Like yeah. Like you could tell Frodo loves Sam, and Sam loves Frodo, and like that. Like they don't. As much as. Frodo wants to be alone he is so happy to have Sam with him yeah. and like he saves him and he tells him he calms Sam down saying don't jump into the boat grab him the oar I'm gonna bring you across to the shore and I'm gonna bring you back and then like they have that conversation and Sam's like let me just run back to the camp because I had a feeling you were gonna leave I'm gonna grab my stuff grab some food and we'll take off and then he does that you know what I mean and then, but Frodo waits for him too because he needs him the men, the elves, and, the, and like, and the dwarves were all like arguing, and it turned into this big old thing. But nobody can relate to Frodo. No one understands Frodo, like limitations and his like. So, uh, did you did you listen to that Corky album? I fucking love that album, dude. It's like another Evens album. Oh my gosh, I love it. Joe Lolly. So, when did that? When did Corky become a band? They've been a band like for a while, but they're just starting to like. They just started recording. Oh, so there's more albums than the one. No, I'm no, 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 to. no. This is the only one. Oh, this is the only. Okay, so they've, they've been, been a band of, for a while, but they've been but, fucking around. But like, you know, okay, so you know, Ian McKay and Amy, the drummer, are married, right? Ian says hi. Yes. Go ahead. Um, they're married. You know that, right? I do know that. Okay. Um, I was listening to the drumming on that, dude. Like, everybody's like, oh, Travis Barker, Travis Barker. But those drums on that fucking album, dude. I know, even even the with Evens the Evens album. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it because like, it's very kind of like primitive, but it, there, it's, it's got good rhythm. Good. But then that's what I, I like about this one because it just reminds me so much of like the Evens. Well, obviously, it's, it's, it's the Evens yeah. with, with Joe from Fugazi. Yeah. But no, I listened to it. I fucking loved it. I was actually drove to San Diego yesterday. And uh, that was a good portion of my ride was listening to that album. Yeah, I listened to it again this morning. Okay. Are you playing any video games or anything? Video games right now? Uh, no. Animal Crossing. But reluctantly. But today... You were thinking it's turnip day. It's turnip day, so... We just started it last night, so turnip day isn't going to be anything for like another week for us. Probably. Oh, yeah. But like that game, I get so frustrated because it's just that turnip prices are wrong. And then that damn museum owl doesn't want to take my fossils. I'm like... I don't want to have a discussion with my bugs with you every fucking time. I come in here, bitch. Just buy my shit. You have to talk to me. Oh, my God. This is like hell for me. Actually, no. It's actually a really fun game because it's more complex and like you start just building stuff. But then you start collecting certain items are just available once or very rarely. So if there's something that you like, like flooring or tile or whatever, just buy it now and just put it in your storage. And then just eventually you'll able to make a mansion and then you can actually terraform so you could actually start like digging into the ground and building mountains and doing shit it's pretty cool it's pretty dope i bought this because my daughter wanted it I, it was and i'm usually not like i get my daughter something but she never asked for a video game yeah so hopefully she'll so play how, how did she get in like what probably, made her want it because obviously fucking she, youtube videos probably uh probably um she was just like 
I want this game called Animal Crossings where you farm and you talk to animals and it looks cute. <laughs> uh, it's super cute. And the thing too, it's like there's like a guy on my island. Uh, he might be a generic character for everyone. He's like Leo. And no, he's there like are. A, so what it is because I had to res- I reset it. Uh-huh. So if you reset it, like the people will say the same things. Like I just threw a stick in the in the woods and this is where I'm gonna put my tent. And so. That's all that happens with that one. Like it's, it's it's the same thing that happens on both of them. Yeah. Well, because like right now I have this little leopard guy, and he's like Mister. I'm Mister F- Workout Guy. All I do is flex and do all this bullshit. But like he's a little like leopard, but he irritates the crap out of me. And then like, but I notice if I give him gifts, like then like he becomes more friendly, and like he'll like give me more stuff, and then he'll buy stuff off of me sometimes. So I had nothing to give him. But, like, the game generates clothing, like, you could find or get or whatever. And I got this, like, hibiscus, like, dress. Like, a sundress. I'm like, I'm not going to want this. So I see... So I saw Leo. I was like, hey, Leo, I got this for you. I saw it. I thought of you. I gave it to him. And then there's Leo just walking around the island for, like, two, two three days wearing the sundress. Oh, that's progressive. <laughs> it's actually super funny. It made me laugh. Um, I'm also playing on the PlayStation. I'm finally, like... Trying to get through Kingdom Hearts 2 so I can get to 3. Oh, I never actually finished the first one. I wanted to. Oh, it took me like 15 years. I like the, the first one. like the whole like clashing of every Disney thing together. Yeah. Like that was super cool. So they're doing that. So I'm doing that. So I finally finished one a couple years back and I started 2. Uh-huh. And I get to the Tron part that I've been waiting like literally however long that game came out till now to get to it. And now I'm stuck in the fucking Tron part, and I'm done with Tron. <laughs> but, so yeah, there's that. And then I'm playing a game called Shadow of the Colossus. Uh-huh. And you're essentially this guy... Oh, I do know that game. I love that game. Where you gotta jump on the guys, and you gotta climb up the monsters and stab them and yeah. shit? Yeah, so the way that someone told me how to play that game was just, like, why to get into it is that... Uh, basically, it's like Link just fighting all the bosses. That's it. That's all, that's all it is. The yeah. story's actually pretty dope, too. Like, it's... The first one was pretty easy. Yeah. The second one was easy, too. I play- But all you have is, like, a bow and a sword. Yeah, and your horse. And your horse. That's yeah. literally all you That's have. That's it. So, like, the game is, like, uh, this princess or the girl that you love or whatever uh, ends up, like, the falling Zelda, into, like, the a, equivalent. It's a like, sleep or It's like death. Zelda 2. And then, like, the only way to bring her back is to, like, destroy the monsters of the land. Yeah. And then it's, like... But it's a dope... It's Have a, you played it, or did you watch it? I played it. You finished it, played it? I finished it. Oh, shit. What did so, you play it? On, on PlayStation 2 when I had it now. Yeah, so that... I mean, years and years ago. But it was actually one of my favorite games. They remastered it for PlayStation 4. So that game... Oh, oh my God. The graphics have to be amazing. It, looks, it doesn't look like a PlayStation 2 game. I'll tell you that. So when you ride your, your horse, whatever, mm-hmm. there's hawks and there's lizards... And if you're fast enough and good enough, you could actually kill the lizards and the hawks. But, like, they're super hard to get, but it took me a while to kill a lizard. But, yeah, you see them. Do they make a big deal about it? Or no, it's just, like, it's just like, because, it. like, it's in the game, you can't get, you can never get close to them. But if you're good enough, you could actually kill them, but it does nothing for you. But, yeah, the ending of the game is pretty dope. I liked I'm it. Two monsters down. I okay. just finished the second. I, and I probably won't only play it on the weekends right now, but I got the thing. Because what I do, I, I've been putting it on my phone to play. Uh-huh. So, like, everybody's asleep in the house because I wake up at fucking five. And rather than waking up everybody and turning on the TV, because I've got huge ass speakers. Oh, I've been reading a book. I'm, uh, going, I'm like, on two books right now. Are you? Like, I'm listening to two at once because they, they, the way they held it out of the library, 
Yeah. Um, the way they held it at the library, it was like it just the way it popped up. So I'm listening to Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country before that show comes out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I I'm listening to the um, more fun in the no, 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 no. Yeah, more fun in the New World, which is the sequel to Under the Big Black Sun. Okay. The, uh, oh John yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right now I'm reading uh, High Strangeness: Real Reports of Paranormal Experiences, and that one's pretty dope because I, what I like about it is that it's like people write in stories so they're really kind of short like mini like mm-hmm. this is where I was this is what happened crazy huh next story you know what I mean so it's just a bunch of little stories I uh so I've only had since they, they haven't finished it it's supposed to go on for 108 issues I got through so I'm officially half I, I finished all of what's published of Saga oh okay have you read it all uh how no. far have you read up to Graphic novel one. Oh, oh, dude! I did not know this was coming, and this part gets to the end when it got to because you're at the midpoint. Uh huh. I was like, oh fuck, because something big happens. Okay. Huge big. Okay. Then don't tell me, and I'll start it because it's been one of those where it's like I keep getting references to it, but I don't get them. Oh my god, it was so. And then every good. time I go to Comic Con, um. There's always somebody dressed up as, like, the TV prince, that uh, guy. Prince Robot? Yeah. Hey, Forrest. Hey, Jimmy. So, for 4th of July, I have a little treat for you. What's that? Uh, it's a Disney movie. Ooh, a Disney movie? Yep. Flight of the Navigator. Oh. <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, it has to do with uh, time travel and with aliens and... Navigating. Government. And there's a Beach Boy song in it, so... Which Beach Boy song? You'll find out. Is it Good Vibrations? I don't know. You'll find out. I need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Next week. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram. At yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.